Hi, my name is Jude. For all of those who don't know me, today I'm going to be preaching about a time where I had adversity, or had, like, uh, sorry, uh, had adversity in Christ and struggling a little bit. And to open it up, I'm going to start with a verse from First Peter five six through seven. Humble yourself, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. This is something I had to learn. I had to learn the hard way, as in a time of crisis, I didn't put my faith in God, and I put my faith in other things. And I'm going to tell you about how this all started. So this all started about three, two years ago, where I had a ski accident. And I concussed myself from the ski accident that lasted 16 months long, which was a lot longer than I wanted it to. And so I started that summer, I think it was summer of 2018, with a, with a concussion, and I was like kind of in a bad place. And then to make that worse, one of my f- best friends and one of my only friends uh, left because he had to go to rehab in Utah. So one of my only friends left, and then my brother went off to college. So I started off my sophomore or junior year pretty rough, just feeling pretty lonely and just hurting a lot from the constant headaches I had. And it didn't really get better from there. It was hard to make friends that whole entire year. And I had to go to doctor's offices almost every week with almost no, nothing working. I had hundreds of medicines like shots, IVs, all this stuff with nothing really working. And so it was, it was a really rough year altogether. And I kind of strayed away from God because I just felt like, why would you let this happen to me? Like, what have I done to deserve this? And really the only way I really could describe this pain is this, this word that I kind of hung on to when I was in this pain, which is litos, which is a Czech word, which means a state of torment created by the sight of one's own misery. That was kind of the best way I could kind of describe the pain I was in. But after that year kind of ended, finally in June, the summer looked a lot better to me. Uh, finally, the first week of summer, I was able to actually get the concussions to go away for momentarily. And after that, my friend came back, and we were able to connect and have like a really great time together. Even, even though like it was a really pretty rough when he came, left, it was kind of really good to have him back with me. And then my brother came back also, so it was like all these things really came together, and I was like, this is really cool. And then I was real super lucky. I got to go to. Glacier National Park for like four weeks and do tra- tra- uh, had to do trail work up there. So I kind of got myself to go out of CB and kind of see everything in perspective. And I think that kind of really helped me out to kind of see all this, all these things that's like been put into motion by God, kind of to get away from CB. And I thought that was kind of cool when I finally was able to be like, wow, like God has really had me through all of this, even though I had like a really, really bad year. Like, I had one of the best summers I've ever had. Like, my friend was still with me. I got all these lucky chances I had and all the people I got to meet over the summer. So it was really cool to see how God had helped me. And I think this is really often kind of the, uh, like, struggle of Christian faith is just having faith in God in hard times because it's so easy when you're struggling to put your faith in worldly things like social media, money, like, all that stuff. It's so easy because it's so tangible and it'll bring you pleasure in the moment and kind of this momentary like, oh, this helps, this will make me feel better. But it's only like these momentary things that we're just trying to keep on getting in these times of crisis, which I think is something that I really like held on to when I was hurting is like, oh, I just like need this or that. And I'll be like happy, but none of it ever really fixed it. And then what's, once finally like God lifted me up and, he, and I realized he, he had me the whole entire time, that was kind of like, 
wow, I like felt comfortable. I kind of knew he was like cradling me and holding me, which I think was a really, really cool thing to see. And that's all. So the next speaker is Sophia, who couldn't be here today, so she'll see her on the TV. Take it away. Good morning, everyone. I'm so sorry I couldn't be there. I'm currently on a family trip in New York. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Sophia. I am currently a senior in high school and I've been attending OB Joyful Church since I was in sixth grade. Um, growing up, I didn't really go to church. I didn't know who Jesus was. Um, yeah, we celebrated Christmas and all that, but I was super confused about who God and Jesus were. Um, and then in the very beginning of sixth grade, I got invited to my first wildlife club by my friend. So I decided to go and it was definitely very crazy, um, but I fell in love with it and continued to go the rest of sixth grade. So then that summer, I decided to go to summer camp, and it was super eye-opening for me. I really wanted to learn who this man Jesus was after that, so I went and I got my first Bible after that. During the rest of middle school, I tried to read my Bible, and I tried to journal a lot, but to be honest, it was only because all the other girls in my grade were doing it, so I thought, to be cool, I had to do it too. So everything that I learned just went right over my head. I had no idea who this guy Jesus was. I didn't really understand what his purpose was for me. Um, so by the time I got to high school, I kind of started to slowly drift away from going to church. Um, and I kind of just put that all aside and I put away my Bible, put away my journal and didn't touch it for the whole year. Um, I just kind of felt that it was unnecessary and since everyone else stops doing it, that I should stop doing it too. Um, so then the rest of that year and going into 10th grade, I felt pretty lonely. Um, I had a lot of friends surrounding me, so I tried to pour all of my energy into that, but it still just wasn't enough to fill that hole that I had been feeling. Um, and also sophomore year, I got my first boyfriend and that's when I thought, oh yeah, this is it. This is gonna give me what I want. So I poured all of my energy into that. I was super invested. Um, and when that didn't end up working out, I felt so crushed and I felt even more lonely than I did before. Um, I was just so lost and confused about what I needed to fill my life with this loneliness and what I needed to feel confident in myself. Um, so during ninth and 10th grade, I still went to Young Life, it's super fun. And that summer in 10th grade, I went to Lost Canyon for summer camp. Um, and if you don't know what they do at Young Life camp, there is a time about the second to last night where they give all the campers about 15 minutes just silent in the dark in camp um, just to talk to God. Um, so it was during the 15 minutes I was sitting there under a tree just like praying with God and then the work crew came out and started singing the song Reckless Love. Um, and that's when I kind of felt this presence and I felt super warm and I was like Jesus is here and he is the one that will help me feel not as lonely anymore. Um, so after that week at camp I came back home. I started going to church again. I was super into it. I was so ready to learn more about Jesus and God and just reinvest myself into his word. Um, and then junior year came around and I got a huge new community and I got a bunch of new opportunities. Like I'm a wildlife leader now, so I get to teach middle schoolers about Jesus and all the cool things he has to offer. Um, and that's super awesome because when I was in middle school, I learned about Jesus. So now I get the opportunity to tell other middle school friends about him. Um, also, I've met some of my closest, bestest friends through Rise's youth group, and I probably would have never even met those people if it wasn't for coming to this church. Um, I also got the amazing opportunity to serve at Work Crew at Lost Canyon, um, 
and I got this huge opportunity to actually sing at the end of the 15 minutes one night um, and we happened to sing Reckless Love um, and when I was up on that porch of the club room I just thought of the impact that God had on all those kids those 500 kids just sitting out there praying to him um, and I got the opportunity to sing that song just to really wrap it all up for them um, and I was kind of hoping and praying that some of those kids had the same experience that I did when I went to that camp my sophomore year. Um, so yeah, life with Jesus is awesome, but it's still hard. High school's hard. Um, there's still the expectations and just the reality of being in like some toxic friendships and all of that is still really real in my life. But now that I have Jesus in my life, I can do the hard things with him and I don't have to go through them alone. Um, yeah, there's a verse in the Bible. It's Proverbs 31:25, and it says that I'm clothed in strength and dignity, and I can laugh at the days to come. Um, God gave me this confidence that I didn't have before through people on this earth, but He tells me who I am, and He tells me that I'm clothed in strength and dignity. Um, so it's really awesome that I now have this confidence in life, and I can go out and serve other people, because I didn't know that I had the heart to serve before I met Jesus. Um, so now I can go out and be there for others, and God can be my light, and He can be my source of um, community. Um, and then another verse that really stands out to me is Psalms 139. For um, you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and I would have not have believed in that if it wasn't for the relationship I have with Jesus now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do to end it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like awkward at the end. All right. What's up, everybody? Um, for those of you that don't know me, uh, my name is Jojo. I live here in Crest Butte, Colorado. Uh, I'm also a senior at Crest Butte Community School. Um, I grew up going to the UCC church. Um, but I would say that I have um, started to come to OB Joyful for about two years now, and uh, it's pretty sweet. Um, so life before Jesus. I started going to wildlife uh, in sixth grade, but I didn't really know who this Jesus guy was at the time. Um, and I kept going to wildlife all through middle school. Um, and then when I was in high school, I started going to Young Life. Um, but I also didn't really, I wasn't really going to campaigners, and I wasn't really diving deep into who this Jesus guy was. Um, so then when I was in 11th grade, um, I got the opportunity to go on a mission trip with the RISE youth group. And um, so for me, when I was in ninth, 10th, and 11th grade, I was trying to put all my energy into loving Jesus through football because I saw, I saw all the people that I looked up to, all these famous people, putting God into their life through, through playing football. And I was like, oh, I can just do that. And um, that didn't end up working for me. So, just, I don't know why, it just wasn't my thing. So then, uh, when, uh, when, when we went to Denver, um, 
I actually, uh, I would say that's when, when, I found, when I found the Lord was, was when we went on the mission trip. So what we did there was um, we were, we were helping, helping feed and uh, clothe the homeless. Um, I, I kind of signed up not really knowing what I was going into, kind of like, oh, this should be fun, and not, not really knowing what I was doing. And um, I, I ended up finding a passion for loving Jesus and serving, serving others, serving people uh, that don't have what I, I have the opportunity uh, growing up in Christ's Butte having, which ended up, um, when, I, when I came back from that trip, that's when I started leading wildlife. I didn't do it my first semester. Uh, then I came back from the Denver trip, and I was like, oh, I, I should do this. Because I've had some people who are like, Sophia does it, you should do it. And I was like, I don't know, I'm not like that type of person. And then I got back, and I was like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> and so I also have the opportunity to lead the, the Rise Middle Schoolers um, this past semester, which, which has been awesome. Um, yeah, so one thing um, I would say uh, before I knew Jesus, um, I, I said I was in this shell. Um, I, I, I thought that I was too cool for Jesus, and uh, I would say that I, I wasn't really a nice person. Um, I was kind of a meaner, meaner person, and I kind of... I kind of hid my emotions. Um, a big one for me was trying to be who people thought uh, they wanted me to be. So I would change my personality for the people that I was hanging out with, which was not a good thing, and I didn't know that at the time. But um, after I started um, seeking this journey with Jesus... I learned that I don't I don't have to be um, I don't I don't have to be someone that I'm not for to try to act cool in front of people. I can just be myself, and that's that's one thing that Jesus has really helped me with. Just being like, hey, this is me, and I don't really care what what anyone else thinks. Um, yeah. So one thing also that. Um, I, I don't know what I, where I would be right now without is um, this community that I have at um, at OBJ. Um, it's it's crazy. Um, I, I I was in a lot of toxic relationships before before I started to know Jesus, and I was kind of like drifting through friend groups, like eh, I don't really know. But then once I went on this Denver trip, I was like, wow, these these people are these people are pretty awesome, and uh, I uh, now I can just I, I can really rely on them whenever um, when I'm having a bad day at, at school or just whenever I, I don't even need to tell anybody these these group of these group of kids can just just tell and they'll just they'll just they'll even stop me in the hallway and they'll be like, dude, what's up? You seem down today, man, and. They'll even text me and just, they're just really there for me and 
that's something that I don't know what I'm going to do next year when I leave for, for college. That's something that um, has really gotten me through is, is all my friends. And uh, something that I will carry with me for the rest of my life is my last high school football game was down in Montrose. And it was, I think it was about zero degrees. And there was snow everywhere and it was so cold and uh it's I'm looking up in the stands and I see I see Katie, Jude, Campbell, and Sophia all there and uh Price is like hey look look who came and uh I'm not gonna lie I was on the football field and I I kind of teared up because 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 these people came to support me um that's, yeah, that's, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely the highlight of my football year, is just seeing them supporting me. Um, so, yeah, and you, you guys are probably wondering, okay, how did he really get to know Jesus? Like, what really, what really inspired this kid to know Jesus? Well, I'm going to be honest, um, I have the best youth pastor in the world. Her name, her name is Katie Johnston. If you guys don't know her, I don't know. You're, you're, I don't know. She, she's the sweetest person ever, and I don't know what I would do in my life without her. Um, she, has, she has helped me so much grow in my faith. And she's the best, and I just want to say that I love you and thank you for everything that you've done for me these last two years. You're the best. All right, so right now, um, one thing that uh, Jesus has, has really taught me this, this past couple months is, is patient and being patient, and uh, I actually have a verse. It's... John 13, 7, Jesus replied, you don't, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. And that one for me is really powerful because this first couple months of school, I had no idea um, what I'm going to do after high school. And I was kind of freaking out, honestly. But then Jesus kind of like opened these doors up for me. And in the last couple of weeks, and was like, hey, look at this. And I didn't really do anything, and I just kind of waited, and I was patient. And um, he, uh, he, he, um, he brought this light on my life and said, look at this. Here's your path. And uh, one, of, one of the things that um, Jesus did for me was... Um, I don't know if you guys know um, the world race, but that is something that um, I got accepted to and that I might, that I might do next year. And uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's one thing that God is teaching me right now is patience. Um, so can I ask for the worship team to come on up as I, uh, as I they're going to do one more song and I'm going to, I'm going to pray for you, for, for you guys. 
So if you could bow your heads, that would be awesome. Um, Lord, um, I pray that the, the high schoolers can go into this last week of the semester strong. Um, I also know that January can be a tough month for people, uh, especially living in Crested Butte. Um, I just know the past years that January is rough, and uh, I also pray for safe travels um, for people going back to, to college. And I also want to thank you for letting us do this. Um, it's been an awesome opportunity. Um, amen.